It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay starring the shipwrecks. November 20th, 2007, and we've got a show for you. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. I'm your other host, Shipwreck. We're broadcasting live, well, not really live, but from our new house. Less refrigerator noise. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the uh, sound comes out. We haven't really tested it in this room yet, so. No, I wonder if it's going to be echoey. Well, we've got a pretty good setup here, so hopefully it'll be good. So, last week we did miss the show due to the move, and we're terribly sorry, but this should be the uh, start of a long line of consecutive shows. shows. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, last week was a little bit hectic. We moved in over the weekend, so we would have had time to do a show, but we didn't have time to do all the research. It takes it takes a little bit of time to research and write up these games. It does. First thing, down with the ships. What have we been playing? Well, we haven't been playing a whole lot because we don't even have our systems hooked up here. Well, we had the Wii hooked up for a while. We do have the Wii hooked up upstairs. I guess the main thing I've been playing is Ontomorama, the uh, Atlas music game for the DS. Okay. And we talked about that, I guess, our last show. Yeah, you finished it, though, didn't you? Yeah, I finished it up. It's it's a pretty fun game. Uh, I would say it's it's not quite as good as like Elite Beat Agents on the DS. Okay. But the whole concept, we talked about it before is there's these little guys called Antimas that look kind of like uh, little blobs, kind of like the Poyo Pop blobs. Okay. yeah. Um, and so you have to hit those to fill up the notes that go across the screen. That that part's kind of like Dance Dance Revolution, where the notes are just scrolling from right to left, and then you have to you have to hit the corresponding button when they get to that the right point, like most music games. Right. I think you've tried to explain this game to me before. Okay. The odd thing is that... You get kind of thrown off on the music because when the Otamas come up on the screen, you okay. don't really do those to any kind of rhythm. Like you're with your right hand, you're doing the stylus to, to touch all these things as fast as you can. But with the left hand, with you're the left hand, you're rhythm. trying to keep the rhythm. And that's kind of difficult. It's but kind I of found like patting your head and I rubbing can play your belly. This, I, yes, it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it's compared to. Yeah. Uh, I found that I can play this game without the music on just as well as with the music on. Huh. So it's not really a music game per se. It's it's just more or less. A puzzle game with some timing, I guess, is how I play it. But I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It gives you a lot of opportunities to unlock stuff as you go along. So even though you played through the song and beaten it, right. uh, you get a certain amount of points. And you get a currency. I forget what the currency is uh, specifically. But then you can unlock new songs or you can unlock gameplay features that will help you do better. Like you can do this thing where you breathe in the microphone. Okay. And that will clear all the Atomos on the screen. So then you only have to concentrate on hitting... The button at the right right time. Hmm. Um, so there's it a lot sounds of different. Yeah, I think I got my money's worth out of it. I'm still playing it, so uh, I think the unlockable factor gives the game a little bit more legs. Well, you have been playing a little Guitar Hero three, but not too right much before recently. the move. Yeah, uh, I started playing hard, and it's the same thing. They need to as popular as these music games are getting which I've played a lot of music games this week, actually. Uh, as popular as music games are getting, they need to find a way to be able to go between the difficulty settings without it becoming instantly, okay, I can't play this. Like, you get to a certain point in Guitar Hero, and, and like, it just goes like, you're going along, you're going along, you're going along, and then all of a sudden, it's just a bunch of stuff flying on the screen, and you have yeah. no idea what you're doing. And that is where I'm at. I'm on the first boss, bot- boss battle on hard. And you can't get past I it. I can't get past it. It's frustrating. Well, they need to add a setting, like because it goes, it goes from medium, which I have no problem with medium at all. Right. And then it goes from medium straight into hard, which hard introduces the pinky finger. Okay. So, but in addition to introducing the pinky finger, it's harder. It's harder as well. So there needs to be a an, an in between where they introduce the the fifth button, but it's still the medium speed and medium number of notes. But well, maybe it'll be like that in Rock Band. I've heard Rock Band is uh, a little bit easier than Guitar Heroes. Well, there you go. Um, phase? Another music what game. What is Phase? Phase is the, oh, iTunes, that... the iPod yeah. game by Harmonix, the people behind Rock Band and mm. 
the people originally behind Guitar Hero. Cheapy talked about this on a couple of CADcasts ago. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot like Guitar Hero, a lot like their fre- their previous games, which were frequency and amplitude. But you bought them. You buy it on the iPod. Uh, yeah, on iTunes. Uh, it's five dollars. And then it uses your own song. Yeah, you. It sets up a playlist, and you throw whatever songs you want in there. So I, I have some like Ben Folds and uh, Five Iron and all my normal Weezer and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Which it's a lot of fun to play. You. It's just you have three tracks of stuff notes coming down okay and it doesn't since you're using your own music it just picks out certain uh i'm not really sure how it does it but it it can tell uh certain like beats or uh right. whatever well, the same thing that the little pictures that come up on the computer when your music's playing and oh okay yeah the equalizer type stuff yeah exactly um yeah the same type thing so it works uh pretty well um most songs that i've tried are good uh and it's just a it's it's a really good iPod game. I mean, for five dollars, you can't go wrong. Well, that's good. I've been playing Zack and Wiki. Thank you, Cheapy. Um, haven't really been playing too much more since we moved. We moved and we took the Wii with us, and we haven't ha- actually played it since we moved here. No, we played it uh, a little bit after the last show, some more. Yeah, which I think we talked about. We talked about it on the last on the show. last show. But what we have been playing is Super Mario Galaxy, which is good. I'm not to the point yet where I think it's the best Mario game ever, but I like it. Yeah, see, I think we're not far enough into it yet because I, I've been talking to, like, Wombat and some other people. Yeah. And they're a little bit farther along than we are, and they were having the same feelings we were. We're only six stars in or something like that. Yeah, we haven't been playing very and it much. And it hasn't blown me away yet, but I am looking forward to it doing so. And then also I picked up uh, some Atlas games. Oh, you forgot to talk about Ratchet and Clank. We got it. Oh, we got it. We haven't yeah, played it. We got it in the mail uh, from Cheapy, so thank you, thank you for that. And but we haven't played it yet because the PS3 has not been set up yet. Yes. So that will be soon. Now that we've got a couch and. Yeah, our couch and our TV just made Came. the move today. So. Um, but you did buy some Atlas games, three of them. Yeah, we went to the uh, to a mall near our house, and there's this uh, store game called GameSwap that. There's a couple in the area. It's they deal in the older games and everything. So uh, I bought three Atlas games that were out for the Super Nintendo. Um, they were Blazion, which is a uh, a shmup. Um, yeah. Uh, and I haven't had a chance to play that one yet. I also got Run Saber, which I haven't had a chance to play that yet. But as I understand, it's like a scrolling uh, action game. Okay. And then I did get a little chance to play Super Valis Four. Okay. And it is a lot like uh, Castlevania. They steal a lot of ideas from Castlevania. Uh, You're even fighting against giant suits of armor that are just walking at you and they throw something at you. You are a girl in this one. Uh, So some of the Castlevanias are girls, so I guess it's similar to that. Okay. but you got to be one or the other, and you could be either of, in Castlevania. Yeah, instead so I'm of pretty fu- sure that you, that's yeah. kind of an odd comparison to make. But well, okay. back at that time, I don't think there were any girls that you could play as. Oh wait, no, there was in uh, Castlevania Three. There was a girl. This one, instead of Medusa heads flying around mm-hmm. uh, that you're killing, there's these like flying lobster creatures. Is what I can make out of them. And uh, instead of the skeletons being the normal enemies, uh, there are skeleton heads that are upside down that look like they have octopus in them. And that they, sounds like, fun. Throw baseballs at you or something. I can't tell what they're throwing at. Me. It looks something. like a baseball. <laughs> uh, but it's the same type of thing. You pick up your power ups, but like unlike Castlevania or the old style Castlevanias, you can store up a certain amount of power ups, and you can choose which one you're going to use. Okay. Uh, so you have different weapons you can use. It goes so far as the second level in this. Mm-hmm. What well, the end of the first level, you fight Death or the Grim Reaper, which is a boss in all the Castlevania games. Okay. The second level of this game is called Castle Vanity. <laughs> <laughs> and it has candle or candles on the wall. Uh, what are they called? Uh, what are you talking candelabras. About? Okay. That are up on the wall. And in Castlevania, you know, you go up and whip them, and the hearts fall out, and right. you get your power ups from those. But they don't do anything in this game, so I'm just constantly jumping up in the air out of habit and hitting and, them and trying to swing my sword at these things, but nothing happens. Well, well, one of them will pop out a heart, and then you'll be positively rewarded, <laughs> and you'll be hitting them all. But I'm enjoying that one. It's a good, it's a good game. Well, they were good. Some good retro games to purchase. Uh, we also had a contest the last time that we had a show. Um, Dragon Show was thankfully 
wonderful to donate a great prize, and that is the Sega Saturn with X-Men Children of the Atom. Right. And all you had to do was post in the thread, what is your favorite Saturn game and why? And so we randomly picked a winner. There were a ton of entries to this. Yes, there were. And you got they got a whole extra week. So. Yeah, yeah. But even before that, this this was by far the most entries we've gotten for a contest so far. Um, and the winner was Control Commerce, who said, I remember first, uh, or I remember the first time I saw X-Men Children of the Atom at an arcade. It was the same feeling I got when MK2 came out. Thanks, Dragon Show, for putting this up. Garden Heroes is one of, wait, Guardian, sorry. Guardian, Garden Heroes. Heroes, sweet. Guardian Heroes is one of the best games no one has ever played. This six-player beat-em-up RPG has not been duplicated to this day. So, I have to admit, I've never played it, but I know that I'm supposed to. Well, then you should play it sometime. But congratulations to Control Commerce, uh, PM ship or email ship, and we'll set up how to send him his Sega Saturn. Yes, thank you again for that, Dragon Show. Yes, it's exciting. So we missed some new releases last week, but we've got plenty of them for you this week. We should start talking about them. Yeah, last week was insane releases, and there's a lot this week, too. Yeah, there's too many this week. (laughs) You could name at least five that did not need to come out. (laughs) (laughs) There's quite a few that didn't need to come out this week. So Uh, we'll start with the multi-platform titles. Yeah, the first one we have is College Hoops 2K8. This is for the PS2, the 360, and the PS3. Uh, The PS2 is bargain price, $20. Sweet. Uh, The PS3 and 360 versions are the standard 60. Um, That doesn't seem right. (laughs) Maybe that's not bargain price for PlayStation 2 games anymore. Maybe that's. Oh, no, there's there's plenty of PlayStation 2 games that come out higher than that still. But these are good games. Uh, They're my favorite college basketball game. I mean, there's only two to choose from March Madness and. College hoops. This year, they've added a six-man feature, so the crowd uh, gets into the game. So if you're at home and you're doing well, okay. uh, you that get affects... like a brief boost from the crowd. It's like what was that called in Hot Shots Golf, where after you made a good shot, it was not luck, but it was something like that. Where if you're doing well and you continue to do well, it exponentially you do better because your skill level goes up or whatever. Yeah, it's a similar thing to that I don't remember yeah. exactly what that was called. Charisma but, uh, or something crazy. Yeah, like I mean that. it's it's your incremental update. Uh, there's better animations, a little better better graphics. Good game if you're into college hoops. I'll probably pick this one up when it gets cheaper. When it gets cheap. Yeah. Final Fantasy Eleven online. Oh, this is uh, yeah. These are the expansion packs. There's the Venadio Collection 2008, and there's Final Fantasy Eleven Online Wings of the Goddess. These are for both the PS2 and the 360. And also the PC. The Vanadeel Collection 2008 includes the original game, uh, Wings of the Goddess, and all the expansion packs previous to Wings of the Goddess. Okay. So that's like your all-encompassing, up-till-now Final Fantasy okay. uh, online experience. It's a pretty standard update. They've uh, added new locations. They've added a new character class, which is this dancer class. Okay. Where you can like charm your enemies by dancing. Yeah, uh, like you throw rose petals and stuff at them. So... Uh, yeah. Um, okay. I played Final Fantasy Online for a little bit while I was free on the beta. Huh. That just uh, sounds silly. Well, I I guess there's still enough people playing these. I, I know I never turn on my 360 and see somebody on my friends list playing, it? playing Final mm. Fantasy Online, but dancing they're still putting their way Zelda, to... uh, Yeah, they're still putting... <laughs> 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 dancing their way to success. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Amazon is... Offering the 360 version of the Venadeel collection for $47 shipped. So that's a little bit cheaper than normal. So I'm guessing that this is one of those games that I was referring to that didn't probably really need to come out ultimately. And that is Godzilla Unleashed for the DS and the PlayStation 2. The DS version is 30 The PlayStation 2 version is 40 And there's a Wii version coming out for, I believe, 50 in a few weeks. Yeah. So you were saying you were expecting this game to be a fighting game, but it's actually a side-scrolling adventure. The graphics are pretty dated in the DS version, and doesn't look like all that great of a game. Godzilla franchise has a lot of followers for some reason, but I'm not one of them. I know you can play as a lot of different monsters and everything, so... Well, it's got co-op. Go for it. Single-cart co-op, so that's a plus, I suppose. I wish Um, them luck. (laughs) You can get it at deep discount for twenty eight ninety nine for the 
DS version. And if you really, really, really want to spend $40, um, you can get free shipping at Amazon on the PlayStation 2 version. And the next game is one of your favorites. Yes. Pets, Dogs 2 and Pets, Hamster's Life 2 both came out. Some other Babies 2 and Cats 2 or something else 2 also came yeah, that's out right. when Horses. we were gone. Horses 2. Horses, that's right. That They came out when we were um, moving, so sadly I missed those. But these sequels are sure to excite all gamers. <laughs> there are no deals. <laughs> Too bad. Darn. Um, next up is another uh, addition to a massively multiplayer online game. Fantasy Star Universe Ambition of Illuminous. Okay. Uh, this is also, again, for the PS2 and the 360. Um, the 360 version you can only download through... Uh, the Xbox Live Marketplace. That makes sense. And it's $20, 1600 market, or Microsoft points. That's expensive. The PS2 version is $40. So, yeah, that seems a little backwards there. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I would expect the PS2 version to at least be somewhere in the ballpark of 20 even though they're putting it on a disc. But, again, it's your same uh, typical add-on. You get some new classes. Uh, you get some new areas to explore. They do add a new section of the single-player storyline. Okay. So uh, fans of the series will like that. But again, I... Well, I will say I do see some people playing this on my friends list. So, so there are people out there that play Fantasy Star Universe. Well, um, then they'll enjoy the, the add-on pack. Yeah, and, and there's no real deals out there for it. So the next game on the list uh, is sitting right behind us, and that is Rock Band. Yeah, I went out uh, last at midnight. night. At midnight. Yes. And I went to Walmart. Right. Uh, just down the road here. And uh, got there a little bit before midnight. And they were putting them out. Yep. They. Uh, I had to wait about five minutes. So I went over to uh, the Christmas tree section where they keep the rock band demo. And I played <laughs> a little bit of it. You didn't uh, tell me it was in the Christmas tree section. Yeah, for some reason, at the, both Walmarts around here, they stick the three console demos They've got like three Christmas area ones. give the kids something to do when their parents are shopping. Well, I think it's there for the parents to pick up stuff too. Like, yeah. oh, this is a must-have for Christmas. Because yeah. they've got, on a 360 back there, they have the Scenic game with the button. The buzzers. Big button controllers. Yeah. Uh, for the Wii, they have uh, Super Mario Galaxy. And then the PS3 has the Rock Band on it. Um, so I've got the 360 version of Rock Band. But I cannot open it yet because it's actually a Christmas present yes. for me. Yes. Well, not for well, you. It's a Christmas present for another tag. Oh, okay. Um, because it wouldn't be right to have you buy your own Christmas present. Sure. But he knows he's getting it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. My so, sister is engaged to another cheap-ass gamer, and my mother is getting them both rock band for Christmas. Great. So the little bit I played of it at Walmart, I've just played the drums. And you weren't very good. I wasn't very good. I thought I was doing well, but I think I wasn't using the foot pedal right. Okay. Because I was nailing the, uh, just the typical hitting the drum heads or whatever. Okay. Um, and I was still ended up dying. But the main differences I saw between it and Guitar Hero were instead of circles, we're hitting rectangles now. Huh. So, uh. Changing up the shapes. I'm guessing that's just so you can fit more. Since you're having four players on a split screen, you can fit more rectangles on there than you could circles. That makes sense. Um, I think. It makes sense. How it, do you, what? How, if what? you make the rectangles, they don't have to, they're still easy to see because they're wide. Oh, but they but won't be, they don't have they'll the be same, smaller. Yeah, they don't have the same height as okay, what the see, circles would be. Okay, see, I was talking about how you were, if the rectangles and the circles were the same size. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you were trying to convince They're me the that same you could width. still fit more. They're the same width of the circles, just not as tall. Okay. Um, Got it. And the song list is great. Yes. I mean, you have, uh, just looking at the back of the box, you have Weezer, you've got Nirvana, you've got Pearl Jam. Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah you have your older stuff David like Bon Jovi. Bowie. They're, Deep Purple. Yes, the guy that does the... Uh, the Hives. Yeah, who, who there's a lot of bands. Who are the Hives? Uh, the Hives sang a song on the Spider-Man 1 soundtrack. Uh, I do not remember what it was called. What is the song that's on there? I can't see the box. Main Offender. I don't know that song. 
Me neither. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, you're saying David Bowie. They've they've already announced David Bowie downloadable content. Um, well, yeah, there's a bunch of downloadable content that's been announced, but a lot of it you were saying were, were um, covers. Yeah, a lot of the older uh, '80s and beyond stuff was covers. Most of the newer stuff was was the master Aren't tracks. Any of those bands are like all middle aged and no longer talented. Well, uh, there is that, but uh, not maybe they just don't have our, maybe don't they know. just don't have the master tracks that go back that far anymore. I don't. To they be, were probably on eight tracks. Yeah, because <laughs> for these games, you have to be able to separate out all, the, different, all the, the yeah. different parts of it. That's... So you have to have the master track. Um, but yeah, there's already downloadable content out for it. Okay. And uh, for the most part, it's cheaper than what Guitar Hero offers, and there's a lot more in the pipeline. Uh, than what Guitar Hero has. And it's really hard to find. Yes. Uh, and there's... if you're still trying to buy the uh, game with all the stuff, good luck. Good luck. Uh, there will probably be, I'm going to guess, one one or two more shipments before Christmas. So if you didn't get it uh, this week, maybe we'll get lucky. Yeah. That's why you had to go out at midnight. That is. And uh, the Walmart I went to, there was only one other person there uh, looking for it. And they were looking for the PS3 version. When they brought the skid out, they only had the 360 versions. I mean, there was that Walmart probably got 16 or 20 of them. Okay. Uh, they come in like Big. boxes of two. There's okay. two of the bundles in each box, uh, and I'm not sure how many PS3 ones they got because I didn't stick around for that. There are some deals for the uh, game only version of it. Family Video for the 360 and the PS3 is selling just the game only for $55. Okay. PS3 owners might not want to do that right now because you can't buy instruments for it that work with it because there are problems trying to play it with the Guitar Hero 3 controller right now. So you either have to buy the whole set with everything or you can't use your guitar that you already have. Right, and they're not selling the instruments individually yet, the rock right. band instruments. Those don't go on sale until next year. Um, hmm. So PS3 owners, uh, yeah, you Beware. Yeah, beware on that one. Um, as far as the bundles go, good luck finding them in stock somewhere. Uh, they go in and out of Hopefully stock on Amazon a little bit. everyone pre-ordered it on Amazon like we were supposed to. Right. Uh, the PS2 version was still in stock on a- on Amazon, and it was $10 cheaper than uh, it's, it's normally. Sweet. So it was $150. Uh, I'm not sure how many people are looking for the PS2 version, but... You never know. Yeah, there's a lot of PS2s out there. Are those going to be... If you got a PS3, is the controller slot backwards compatible? No, it's not because uh, the controller plugs in, uh, doesn't use USB. I don't think it uses oh, the right. uh, PS2 slot. Um, well, that stinks. Yeah. Uh, also coming out multi-platform is Star Trek Conquest. A lot of people really <laughs> waiting for this one. Uh, it's a budget it's title. Kind of bland title. Star Trek Conquest. There have been a lot. It's like they might as well, well just call it Star Quest. Star Trek game. Well, they've been doing <laughs> the last Star Trek game that came out was called uh, Legacy, I believe. Star Trek Legacy. Right. See, very bland. Yeah, th- that's because these are all budget titles. I think. Well, yeah. Uh, this one's fifteen dollars for the PS2 and thirty dollars for the Wii. It's <laughs> a real-time strategy game slash turn-based strategy. You start off and you, you select your fleet from whatever faction you want. I only know three of them, and that was what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to name one. Maybe one. You know, the Federation, right? Nope. Klingons? I would have I would have had Klingons. Okay. The only other one I know is Romulans, but there's three other ones that you can pick. All right. <laughs> uh, neither one of those are big Star Trek fans, if you can't tell. Uh, I'm, I'm this is small Star Trek This fans. is set in the uh, Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard. New Generation era of Star Trek. Um, So you start out, and it's a resource management at first. You get all your resources together, and that's the turn-based part of it. And then it goes to real-time for when you're battling against the other Now, who played Jean-Luc Picard? Which one was that? That's Patrick Stewart. Okay, so not the guy that does the um, hotel commercials for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, you, you are really not a Star Trek fan. That's no, Captain Kirk. That's I, William Shatner. I know who that is. Okay. It's, I'm just very exhausted. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so that's a budget title. Don't really seem to be any deals on it anywhere. Well, because it's a budget title. Yeah. For fourteen ninety nine. For the PS2, yes. 
that's a new low so far. And that's let's see how cheap they can get. Uh, there's been some other fourteen ninety nine. Ten dollar ones. That might be the, that might be the cheapest. Anybody? Well, you do get some ten dollar like racing titles and stuff like that. <laughs> what uh, about the five dollar one at Burger King? Yeah, there you go. That was Xbox three sixty though. Yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of the three sixty, you can tell us all about Avatar: The Burning Earth. This is we've talked about this before. Oh yeah, it's a deja um, preview. It came out for a bunch of other systems before, and it's just now coming to the three sixty. Uh, I believe this was the one that that went through the first season of Avatar, okay. if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, or it might be the second. The second season. Second season of Avatar. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're an Avatar fan, go for it, I guess. Well. It's an action-adventure action game. Deal. The best deal is at Amazon for $47 ship. You got a big one here, Mass Effect. Both a limited edition and a normal edition coming yeah, out. Yeah, and I, I, I have to be honest. I researched the game and I forgot to look up what was involved in the limited edition. Other than, wasn't there supposed to be a sort of figure of some kind? No, that that you're thinking of Assassin's Creed for that. Right. Uh, this one, there's just some like bonus behind the scenes and uh, stuff of that nature. It's an extra disc. So this game was developed by Bioware, who did Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and does RPGs for Microsoft. So not RPGs that come from Japan and are very, very Japanese in gameplay. They're Microsoft RPGs. Um, yeah, they, I mean, this one's published directly through Microsoft, and all of theirs have been right. on the three six, or on the Xbox platforms. And they do have a very different feel to them. They are different. Um, it's a rated M game. It's Set in space, where you're trying to defeat a rogue general that has gone obviously bad. And yeah, I mean, it's got some fun elements to it. One thing that they're famous for is being able to choose whether or not you're going to be a good, good guy or a bad, good guy. In that, right? How, how are you really going to accomplish your quests and stuff? So that's there. Um, the negative things are really the enemy AI is not so good. Okay. It's not supposed to be the best. And it's a little bit difficult to master the battle system at first. Well, the battle system, the reason a lot of people were having trouble with it is because it looks like a third-person shooter right. or a first-person shooter at times, but it's all roll of the dice. Like, it's doing calculations in the background. Right. So it's kind of like Mar the original Morrowind was in that sense. Yeah. Um, so even though you have somebody lined up, it's still doing calculations uh, to see what your stats are. Right. And it gives you a chance of hitting. But like you were saying, yeah, it's got a very choose-your-own-adventure in the dialogue. Yeah. The way and the there's, I works. mean, there's, depending even so much as initially when you create your character, which there's amazing customization, people will, there are whole different uh, conversations based on whether or not you're male or female. So if your character is female, there will be options of things to say and things that people are saying to you. We can have you. lesbian alien sex. Okay. Did not know that. <laughs> it was a, it was a big uh, story. It was banned in a country for a little while. I think Singapore for a little while, but then it got unbanned. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks like a great game. Yeah. It, it looks good. Definitely Probably. on my Christmas list. I won't be picking it up because I, it's the time of year where I stop buying games for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to create a Christmas list and, Hope that other people will buy them for you. So their family videos got the best deal, $51 shipped. So that is that's a good, deal. good deal. Absolutely. Um, and that's for the regular edition. Okay. All right. So moving on to the PlayStation 3 Medal of Honor Airborne, which we've talked about before. Yeah. As always, the PlayStation 3 has a lot of deja it's previews. Lagging behind. Um, so, yeah, this is another World War II. This was the one where you could drop in at different points on the map. Uh, because it's all you start each level by parachuting in. She's pop. <laughs> she likes that. She yeah. can rub her face on the microphone. She's a good kitty. All right, Mini Kitty, we need to talk about Soldier of Fortune Payback. It's another army game. Yeah, it's another first-person shooter. Uh, it came out last week for the 360. Um, so now it's coming out. Now for it's coming the out for the PS3. PS3. Okay. And. If you're not familiar, it's the Soldier of Fortune series. Uh, I played one on the Dreamcast years ago. They are all about extreme gore and uh, pulling off limbs and body parts. And, and that sounds like fun. 
they they have a certain sense of fun to them. Yes, uh, they are very mediocre games as far as enemy intelligence. And, well, if you're uh, gonna be mediocre, you've got to make up for it by lots of dismemberment. That is where they hang their hat. Yes, <laughs> so it's just uh, one of those golden rules of gaming. Yeah, it's well, you gotta have something. I mean. Otherwise, it's just another first-person shooter. Exactly. So they have something going for them. This one came out of nowhere. Like, nobody even knew this game was exist- existed until, like, about a month ago. The reviews for the 360 version, I think, were kind of mediocre, which I expected. Right. But I think there's probably some fun there. If uh, if you wanted if, to spend $60 on this yeah, that, game. Yeah, that's, that's a problem there. $60 uh, on a mediocre game. Why didn't we come in it? Forty dollars to begin with, and then drop down to twenty after a month, because <laughs> that's where I'm going to be picking up at twenty bucks. Hmm. Well, you won't have very long to wait, my guess. Uh, moving on. Um, well, no, no deals. Sorry. Yeah, no deals. So next up, we've got Time Crisis Four with Gun Con, and this is the light gun title that it's very arcade type title, but. Time Crisis 4 actually has more than just the arcade mode. There is a first-person shooter mode with a story. Really? You go through story mode, and it alternates story mode with arcade mode. So you'll have some traditional first-person shooter, uh, about a half hour of playing through story mode, and then it'll go into, during like your um, transition scenes, it'll go into arcade mode, where you're just doing a lot of shooting very, very quickly. Um, so it kind of changes the pace of the game, which I think is a positive. Once you've played through story mode, then you can go back and play through arcade mode whenever you want. Okay. So um, it it's different, you know. I mean, it's 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 different. So that's good. Uh, the downside, seventy nine ninety nine. That's well, a lot. And granted, it's the game and the gun, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just it's, a lot. It's difficult when we have some other light game. Or light gun games coming up here. That make use of controllers that already exist. Yeah, that we already have. But yeah, traditionally the gun cons have been expensive starting out. So $80 seems about right. The one thing I know that people are disappointed that the gun con isn't uh, wireless. So. Well, for, I mean, I thought Blu-ray was going to save the world. and <laughs> Or Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. And, and now they can't even make a light gun that's wireless. <laughs> I don't know. All right, next Blue up. Blu-ray might save the world, too. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it will. I'm sure Sony would be happy to hear you say that. Absolutely. Uh, um, next up, we have Time Shift, another Deja Preview. I talked about this one. How we are there so many Deja Previews and we didn't even do a show last week? Well, it's because the PS3 is about three weeks behind when the 360 releases come out. I wonder how many games were supposed to come out last week that actually came out this week. There weren't we that many. Would have already had done. Yeah. Anyway, Time Shift. Uh, time Shift, uh, another first-person shooter. Great. Uh, we don't I don't talk, have enough. I talked at length about this one last show. I, I, don't, I don't need to go back into Time Shift again. And there aren't any deals? Uh, no. No deals. Oh, wait. No, you can, you can buy it at deep discount for $58.99. Yeah, we don't mention those. <laughs> Why? A dollar. Really? Yeah. Eh. I, put them on, I put them on the written version, but... Uh, as far as the podcast, we usually stay away from a dollar. <laughs> Is it not worth the the air we're using to? That's a lot of my life telling everybody how to save a dollar <laughs> on each of these games. Well, if you did that a hundred times, you'd save a hundred dollars, and you certainly do have a hundred games that you could have saved a hundred dollars on. Anyway. Uncharted Drake's Fortune, which I think is probably the game that you are most looking forward to coming out this week. Although it's another game that's on your Christmas list. Yeah, this is which this, means this is the game that pushed me to get a PS3 when I did. Right. Um, I love the Tomb Raider games. I love third-person action adventure games in general. There's not enough of them out there. Like back in the Back in the PlayStation 1 in 64 days. Right. Even a little bit PS2. There were a ton of these third-person action games. And then the first-person shooter really took off. And now everybody makes first-person shooters. As we can tell by the rest of the games on the PS3 list. Right. We should just start grouping them into first-person shooters and non-first-person shooters. Uh, As far as console... the. As far as PS3 and 360 games, there's a lot of first-person shooters. There are. Uh, so I love 
third-person action games. This one looks to be really good. It's by Naughty Dog. It's like Tomb Raider. Uh, it's always compared to that, uh, but it has more gun gunplay where you're actually aiming. Not, not like Tomb Raider where you lock on and okay. shoot everything. The animation's amazing. I'm judging all of this just off of the videos. Right. And the reviews have been very good so far. I downloaded the demo, but I haven't had a chance to play it because after downloading it, my PS3 got packed away. Right. And it's sitting down and in the basement again, right now. Again, we've already mentioned not hooked up. Uh, so I am very much looking forward to playing this uh, sometime around Christmas when hopefully uh, somebody... Buys it for you. Yeah, sticks it in my stocking. Yeah. Um... PlayStation 2 titles. Oh, wait. There was a deal on that on oh. Uncharted. Circuit oh, City yeah, is offering City a deal. Uh, $10 gift card with it this week. Sweet. Um, okay, so PlayStation 2, Seven Wonders of the Ancient World, which I did about six months ago. I wrote that preview. Yeah, you did write that preview six months ago, and we had no idea what it was about other than it's a puzzle game. And I still have no idea what it's about. Do you? Nope. Nope, I'm not too worried about it either. Good I'm deal. probably less worried about it now than I was six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to another game we're not too worried oh, about. Oh, Cabela's Monster Bass? Yes. Monster Bass. Yes. Uh, Giant zombie fish? Really? No, that was my preview. Yes, that would have been fun. That was my idea of how this game would actually be interesting. Um <laughs> If you Man. can't tell this week, this is the first week I've printed out my uh, my previews. Because we actually had them done ahead of time. Right, because we were actually going to record uh, last night, Last night, but but Mrs. Shipwreck uh, got, got caught into work. A lot. Yeah, and so, uh, I, yeah, I made up this little story about how Monster Fish could, or Monster Bass could be better. So check out the written version. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I like kind of reading it through when I'm going, but if I start cracking up and you have no idea why, then I'd have to explain it and... It's yeah. just not as much fun. It's it's thirty dollars. It's uh it's what you'd expect. Uh, <laughs> I this... got to talk about oh, you did this, do this one. one. I did this one. I know it seems like something that you would do, but it you know anytime a game starts out with History Channel colon, <laughs> you know it's gonna be good. And I started thinking it would be better if it was like you know ETV colon Britney Spears <laughs> versus the paparazzi, or you know HGTV colon. Which colors go with your dining room set? You know, that kind of stuff. I like it. It'd be a whole new market. You don't watch too much History Channel. No, I don't. No. Um, so, the most interesting thing to me is that the genre that IGN listed for this game is historic first-person shooter. Well, that's, it's not even. That's, it's like a again, sub-genre that's how many first-person shooters first-person are out shooter. there. You know, you don't want to play if if you're out there looking to shoot people. You want to at least do it historically accurate, which apparently is the whole point of Battle for the Pacific. Um, your all of the maps are, are battles from the Pacific in World War Two. Uh, okay, There's not really much else I can tell you. Um, yeah, and there I, are no specific deals. And this is coming out. We're going to be talking about this for a few weeks now because it's coming out. In spurts here for different uh, platforms. Yes. Um, Luxor, Pharaoh's Challenge, a.k.a. Zuma. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, Have you this... seen this game? It's Zuma. Well, I played How the... is it not there was copyright a... infringement? There was a version of this on the 360. Uh, it differs from Zuma in that you can move. Like Zuma, you're the frog. Right. And this one, you're a scarab, I believe. Right. And you can move the scarab back and forth at the bottom of the screen uh, to shoot or wherever the track is. Whereas the frog, you can just spin around in circles. It's Zuma. Yeah, it's Zuma. It's Zuma. I want to Zuma. $20 for the PS2. I'm not really sure it's actually coming out this week, so be prepared. Do you hear about it again next week? On to the Wii. Uh, for the Wii, we have AMF Bowling Pin Busters. That uh, sounds like fun. Bowling but it's it shouldn't it, is pin busters a word like it seems to me like it should be bowling pin space busters i i think it's i don't know in the bowling word world it might be a word huh. this is another bowling game for the wii it came have with a free had, one have we had bowling games before yeah this is at least mm-hmm. the second one other than than the one that came with the uh you the must wii. have missed the sarcasm there i completely missed the sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> but uh this one uh you get to choose different characters like cowboys 
And so you could no, I'm sorry, not cowboys, cowgirls. So you could bowl and as a cowgirl. Yes, as a cowgirl, or you could bowl against a cowgirl. There are surfers. There are jocks. There are drill sergeants. There's a few other ones that... That sounds really corny and not at all... It's got cosmic bowling. What about bumper bowling? Are they going to come out with a bumper bowling Wii game? Because that would be freaking hysterical. I, I don't know. Maybe it has bumper bowling too. I'm not sure. Uh, it's a budget <sighs> title, $20. Geometry Wars Galaxies coming out? Yeah, this is, of course, the... Uh, it's the next step in Geometry game. Wars, yeah. Right, the, but it's on the Wii? Yeah, this is... Did they fully... abandon ship and move? Well, yes. Uh, oh. Bizarre Creations left uh, Microsoft. Okay. Um, and now they're making Wii ago. games. Uh, oh, wait, did Bizarre Creations... Am I thinking right? Uh, but, 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 I think I think Bizarre Creations is who I'm thinking of. I, I can't... Uh, I, I don't know. Yes, yes, that's the people who did uh, Project Gotham. And the Project Gotham guys uh, jumped ship from Microsoft. Okay. About a, a month and a half ago or so. So did Bungie. I know that. Yes. Or, uh, right around the same time. Yeah. Um, but this, instead of just the one uh, screen uh, level that was on, on the Xbox Live Arcade version, uh, this has 64 different levels and they change shapes. And you have these little drone uh, ships that you can pick up and kind of customize uh, different ones. Okay. Uh, like there's ones that that shoot and there's ones that go out and collect this currency. Uh, now when you shoot the uh, enemies, uh, they spit out these little dots, the, the okay. currency, and that's how you build up your multipliers faster. Mm-hmm. So there's um, little rupees that pop out. Got it. Right. And you control it with the Wii controls though, which is kind of strange. Like the Wii mote and the nunchuck? yeah, like you point with the Wii mote where you want to shoot oh. and you're steering with the the nunchuck. It just seems backwards. It's like this game was meant and designed around the two analog sticks. Like that that was the whole original like why design. Didn't they ju- yeah. Uh which I think you're you can play it with the classic controller as well. So you can get around it that way. Uh it's a little bit of a budget, forty dollars. Um, for a PlayStation or for oh, the Wii. It's a Wii. Yeah, it's for the Wii. Okay. Uh so it looks like fun. I, I want to play it. Uh, I wish it was on the 360 where uh, I could play it with the 360 controller because that just feels natural to me for Geometry Wars. Yeah. All of you gamers out there that hate change aren't going to like that one. But moving on. Ghost Squad. This is another another first-person shooter. This is another light gun game. Okay. Uh, This was an arcade game from Sega. I don't know if it ever came out over here or not. I haven't been to the arcades in quite some time. But you can play cooperatively with four players, uh, which seems kind of fun for a light gun game. The name is Ghost Squad. It's online co-op? No, no, no online co-op. Oh. I think there might be online leaderboards. So four people in the same with room. all of their Wiimotes. Right. Uh, We'd need a bigger TV. <laughs> well, no, I think it's all on the same screen because it's a light gun game. Well, yeah, I know, but... So you don't have to worry about splitting the screen up. Yeah, but how does that work on the Wii? Okay, so we have a, let's say, a 20-inch TV, which means you only have 20 inches or square inches or whatever it ends up being for those little light gun icons to go. So you have less space. Right, Even though it's the same picture that's really, really big. But if you had a 60-inch TV, you could have somebody all the way over here and somebody else all the way over here, and you wouldn't all be crossing... So Where we should get a 60-inch TV. I mean, does that make a difference? It seems like, to me, it would have to. Uh, I'm sure I mean, it makes it... a little bit of a difference because you're going to have... Uh, it's it's going to compensate itself somewhat because on the smaller TV, you're, you're going to uh, be able to hit the people easier because right. you have less space to travel. Right, but if you have less space to travel, you'll have less space for all of you to fit. I mean, there would get to be a TV that was so small well, that you couldn't have... fit four icons on there because... Yeah, all you're going to have is your little dot or whatever up there. But, oh, right, but getting back to Ghost Squad. Sorry. Uh, this These are all is... questions that you need to know before you buy a light gun game. Okay. <laughs> someone not, out there. Did I realize that? Someone out there is going to be agreeing or disagreeing or explaining to me exactly why the TV size matters. Okay. <laughs> uh, getting back to Ghost Squad, it's ghost in the form of Ghost Recon or 
Rainbow Six type of stuff. So you're a tactical squad type thing. There aren't ghosts. No, there's no ghosts. These are these are soldiers. So uh, but, you're going in and you're you're taking out terrorists. You're rescuing people. You get to disarm bombs. I'd rather shoot so, ghosts. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a ghost shooting games coming out at some point. Who? What about? Oh, okay, never mind. There's a new Ghostbusters game that just got announced. That wasn't what I was thinking. What were you thinking? Was Luigi's Mansion first on the Wii? That was on the GameCube. Right. But Luigi carries around the little ghost sucker up thing. So why and a flashlight, is flashlight, yes. Right, so Luigi's Mansion 2 is going to obviously be on the Wii because it seems like it would naturally just insert itself right in for the nunchuck in the Wiimote. You're not the first person to think <laughs> this, but there's... So far, I've never heard anything about Luigi's Mansion 2. It would be so perfect. I agree. And other people think so. Yes. Hmm. Well, it just seems like a game called Ghost Squad should have ghosts in it. And if not, that led my mind to Luigi's Mansion and thinking about that being on the Wii. And it's all very rational. Well, you... I'm working on like two hours of sleep. So just, <laughs> just go with it. Okay. Well, you might think the next game has monsters in it then. But Monster Jam, no. That sounds like a truck. Yes, trucks. that is monster trucks. I have been fooled enough by those titles <laughs> to not think that monsters equals monsters. Monsters equals trucks. You know what the amazing thing about this is? $50. Seriously? $50, yes. This, monster Jam for this the This time of year, crowded release schedule. Who is, who's putting out this game? Activision has the guts to go out there and say, Monster Jam is worth your $50. Okay, so you know how, here's another question again, based on two hours of sleep. Okay. Like, it's all based on the percentages of people that you can con into buying a game at that price. So obviously, if you were going to sell a game for a penny, you'd have a million people that wanted to buy it, and you would make, I don't know, however much a million divided by one cent is. But if you sold a game for a million dollars and you had one person stupid enough, you'd still be making a lot of money, but you would only sell one. So somewhere in there, they've got to think that this whole putting out a crappy game for $50 is going to attract enough people to make just as much money as the amount of people that they would have sold if they sold it for $20. I don't know how. I I think they're banking on uh, this being a hot seller at Walmart, and it's Christmas time. A lot of people spend a lot of money at Walmart at Christmas time. But on Monster Jam, it's going to be lining the Walmart clearance bins. There is a reason why Monster Jam and Cabela's Monster Bass and uh, I don't know if we have anything else this week that falls into that category, but there's a reason those games exist. Well, I'm not saying that people shouldn't enjoy these games. I mean, it's no different than some of the racing car. I don't like the racing car games, but right. whatever. I mean, there's there's... Things for everybody, but I just can't believe that the price seems a little bit ridiculous on this one. Knowing what it is, it just doesn't seem. I don't know. Anyway, the price point on this next game is perfect. Well, Well, it was was perfect. Yes. And then they changed their minds. There again, they're going to sell less of this game for $25 than they would have for $20, but they'll be making five more dollars per title. It's all about the balance. I I think they'll do all right with this one. Uh, Nintendo Wii Zapper with Link's crossbow training. So the Wii Zapper is a piece of plastic that your Wiimote and your nunchuck fit into it and make a gun versus actually buying Zapper. a whole new gun. What did I say? You said gun. Zapper. Nintendo doesn't want to say it. It's not a gun. Say gun. Not a gun. Not a gun. Apparently crossbows are okay. But not guns. Hmm. Okay. So it's not a gun. It's a zapper. It's a zapper. They get huh. upset when you call it a gun. Well, I'm sure they do. But it, there's hmm. all there's all already been a bunch of sensationalist stories about so, uh, how the family friendly console has a gun now. So if Megatron would have turned into a zapper, we all would have been okay playing with that toy. Maybe they should market it that way. That way we could get some good Megatron. <laughs> the Megatron zapper. It well, looks you, exactly like a gun, but it's. A I think they should I do that. I am full of ideas tonight. You are. You should get less sleep often. <laughs> no. No, because at some point this will crash and it will not be pretty. <laughs> um, so anyway, the point of the Wii Zapper is that, A, you already have these controls. You already have the Wiimote. You already have the nunchuck. And it fits right in and it acts like a zapper. 
And what are you shooting at? Well, that's where Link's crossbow training comes in. Um, it's never mind that Link never had a crossbow. Shh, you're being a buzzkill. <laughs> you play as Link, and it's kind of it's a first person shooter. I mean, I guess that's what I would call it. Yeah, or, it, uh... it it actually has some action elements to it, to where uh, it's a light gun game and an action game. But you're shooting baddies from, and you're wandering around the Zelda universe. Yeah. I mean, that seems pretty cool. And it uses the graphics from Twilight Princess. Yes. It looks like fun, I think. Oh, they're going to sell a million of these things. Easy. More than Chicken Shoot? (laughs) I wonder if Chicken Shoot has gotten better since the Zapper's out. Is Chicken Shoot compatible with the Zapper? Everything's compatible with the Zapper, just about, because you have access to all the controls. Yeah, shooting chickens with just the Wiimote, not so much fun, but shooting them with the crossbow, that could be interesting. (laughs) Suddenly. Chicken Shoot was ahead of its time. It was. (laughs) Oh, man. Well... There, the price increase that we were talking about before is that the Zapper was listed at twenty dollars. Um, as of like this morning, all of a sudden it was listed at twenty five. It was like a universal. If we change it, they'll never remember kind of plan. Uh, but we remember, and so if you want to get it for close to what the twenty dollars was, uh, buy it from Family Video because it's twenty one dollars shipped. So you feel a little less gypped. Soul Calibur Legends is the next game we have to talk about, which is the first Soul Calibur game on the Wii. Yes. I've never played Soul Calibur titles before. Your soul doesn't still burn? What? <laughs> it's it's a, uh, whatever you lose in it Soul Calibur. It says your soul burns. It uh, says something along the lines of somebody's defeated, but the soul still burns. Sweet. Does it have the Ganon music and the red screen that makes you want to have a seizure? Uh no, it doesn't. It doesn't have that. There aren't so many good seizures. Link, Link has been in Soul Calibur before, though. The previous Soul Calibers were fighting games. But this is not a fighting game, right? No, no, no. This is action adventure. I think you've played Soul Calibur before. You just don't realize you have. It was on the Dreamcast, the original one. Ivy, the person she was the scantily clad girl with a sword that turned into a whip. No, the only one I remember is you had the little figure of Morgan. Morgan from Darkstalkers. Yes. Because I have all the Marvel vs. Capcom figures. That's how I have her. Uh Uh-huh, whatever. Um, No, don't remember playing it. But anyway, uh, decent game, decent combat. Uh, The biggest complaints are the animation. And the game is not very fluid. It's a lot of repetitiveness. just seems a little eh. I don't understand why they went this direction with Soul Calibur. It seems like every fighting game tries to branch off and do their do something different. Do their own adventure game. Mortal yes. Kombat did it. Mortal Kombat did it horribly, horribly, and then they finally got it pretty good with Shaolin monks. Tekken did it. Is that the one horribly. that we had the big uh, cardboard cutout in the living in the basement? Yeah, we had we had to stand up for for Shaolin monks for a while, um, okay. but. All of the fighting games seem to, to try to go to these adventure games, and they never quite do as well as if they just made another fighting game. Okay. Trauma Center, New Blood. This I didn't is... know the Atlas games are, or the Trauma Center games are Atlas? Yeah, Trauma Center is Atlas. I didn't think of um, So this is the true sequel uh, to Trauma Center. The last Trauma Center on the Wii was pretty much just an updated version of the DS game. Okay. This one is extremely exciting to me because it offers co-op play now. So I can force you to play. And by force, you mean force. Yes. So after a day of... Hard actually surgicating on things. Actually cutting things open. No, it's not a word. <laughs> surgicating. Well, you're a doctor. It, it, I, it surprised me. Like, No, that's the word that my friends and I use when... Okay. Oh, it's... Uh, I, was, I didn't think it was a word, but then you're spitting out surgicating. <laughs> no, surgicating is not a word. But yeah, Trauma Center is a is a surgery hospital game. It's got a more in depth storyline this time, which intrigues me as well because they're they're kind of like general hospital storylines. Yeah, they're pretty in depth as to begin with. Yeah, they, it's all they, about who's sleeping with who, and they, they've got soap opera ties. Absolutely. To them. Um, and then there's the whole uh, healing touch factor. Which I still haven't beaten the first one because I'm just not very good at the healing touch. But uh, 
That's um, that's when you draw a star up in the air. Yeah, you're and, not good at drawing stars. Time slows down. But they've added more uh, surgeries, more instruments that you can use. But I think the co-op play is the big sell on this. Uh, they also added online leaderboards, so you can see who's the best surgeon. I'm not sure that you'll ever get me to play that game. I hope so. It's fun. I, I've said it before, and I will say it again, and that is, if you came home and I was like, look, sweetie, there's this really great Ansys game, are you <laughs> going to sit down and play it? No! Remember the thing you do all day at work that makes your computer crash? Let's play it for fun. It's co-op. There haven't been that many uh, finite element analysis <laughs> games. That's true. We haven't tapped that market yet. I'm sure the Wii, there'll be one for the Wii eventually. <laughs> I won't make you play it. Um, onto the DS. Onto the DS, which means I get to talk a lot about some interesting stuff and mostly stuff that no one's going to want to buy. That should be this portion. Well, let's of the talk show. about that. In a little bit of time. <laughs> okay. So, clue, mousetrap, slash, perfection, slash, aggravation. I know <coughs> three of those games. Clue, mousetrap, and perfection? Yes, I have no idea what aggravation is. Me neither. Colored marbles. Move around the board. That's what I looked it up. Didn't look interesting. I might have played that once when I was little. I'm not sure, though. Right. CSI Dark Motives. CSI colon Dark Motives, which is... Technically, CSI colon crime scene investigation colon dark motives. Okay. Point and click adventure. Actually, not. It, it sounds pretty good. I mean, it's very similar to the Nancy Drew games that I like. I, you know, I like the point and click adventure games. Um, so I'm sure it's decent. Um, it's been a PC game for a while, and the PC game got good reviews, and this one's getting decent reviews. I don't know much more about it. But yeah, I mean, you go around, you find your clues, you talk to people. It's That's your standard, standard point-and-click point adventure. Right. I'm just not feeling the need to explain to our listeners what the point-and-click adventure <laughs> means. I'm just trusting that they know the terms like first-person shooter. I think this would do better at point a point-and-click adventure. Yeah, a $20 price point. Puzzle game. <laughs> You're going to cut half this out anyway. <laughs> so Final Fantasy twelve. Yes. Revenant Wings. Didn't we have Final Fantasy something else? We had Final Fantasy XI uh, add-ons earlier. This is a follow-up to the original Final Fantasy XII, which was a PS2 game. And that one was a straight-on uh, RPG. Role-playing game. Thank you. <laughs> You're uh, the one who explained Point and Click this, Adventure. This is a uh, more... It's, got, it's a mix between RPG and real-time strategy. Okay. So you go around and you have your classes and you go through a story like you do in, RP in your RPG and you build up your characters and everything like that. I never... I'm pretty far behind in Final Fantasies now. Yep. I enjoy the series. Because they I just, bought you Final Fantasy Eight and you never played it. I played some of Eight. I never played anything past Eight. Yeah. Um, You're going to get a lot of people going, what? What is wrong with you on the boards? I can see it now. They just take a long time. You have to. You have I know, to have the but time you really them. enjoy them. I really enjoy them. It's just they come out so frequently now that it's it's too much to keep up. Plus, this is a forty dollars DS game. I am not paying forty dollars for a DS game. And there aren't any deals either. The one thing most of the reviews say this is a simple real time strategy game, so it's good for beginners, which I would consider myself a beginner in that field. Uh, so I don't know. The, it seems like the Final Fantasy games they they're kind of oversaturating the market because. They all come out with these high price points, and then you always see them in the clearance list. Whenever there's a Toys R Us clearance, there's always whatever the latest Final Fantasy game is, right. is in there. Whenever there's a Circuit City clearance, whenever there's a Kmart clearance, always the Final Fantasy games. What there's not enough of is John Deere Harvest in the Heartland titles. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we live in the Heartland. We do. John Deere Harvest in the Heartland? I, I was hoping it was going to be a game about mowing, but apparently it's... Like Harvest Moon? Is it oh, is it Lawnmower Racing? That game never came out, did it? <laughs> no. There, there was supposed to be an Xbox game uh, that was Lawnmower Racing. Yeah, but, but they, never could, came they out. could make it John Deere and sell it. Well, I think there's some, I've seen some PC uh, Lawnmower, Lawnmower Racing, racing games. Mm. Just about so anything can come this out. This one you just farm? This one is like Harvest Moon, basically, but uh, I guess it's for. You drive around a tractor? Yeah. You, got, you get better tractors. There's no deals. I'm no not deals. Sure 
Mario Party for the DS. Mario Party. So it's Mario Party. That's 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 it, huh? Well, what do no. You, what do you no, do? it's not that. Is this a party game? <laughs> is it a mini game compilation? Um, no. It is a mini game compilation. It's Mario Party. They're not going to change up the gameplay that much. I mean, it's sold millions and trillions of dollars so far. They're going to stick with it. But in order to port it over to the DS, they've created a storyline where um, Mario and friends get shrunk. Honey, I shrunk the kids all over again. And so the game boards are all set in the big real world. So there'll be like a whole game board that's on the top of a birthday cake or a whole game board that's on the top of like the kitchen sink. I want to say they... Didn't they have a cake level before? Yeah, I the think Mario so. I, I could be thinking about that one, but... Well, regardless, they could they could do that again. But I understand yeah. what you're saying. You know what I mean. Like the tabletop, that kind of thing. It's, right. It, it, there might not really be a birthday cake one. I can't, I'm probably just remembering the old birthday cake one, but... <laughs> it, it's um, very easy to get all the Mario parties meshed into one. The boards are work the same. There's hexes that you can put on the squares that other people land on. Bonus Oh, like curses. That, okay. Yeah. I was... Okay. You're thinking of, like, the hex battle system? Yeah, I was no. like, wait a second. Curses. Hexes <laughs> and as in curses. Okay. Um, multiplayer, you each have to have your own game. For the full game you do, For right? For the full game. And or you can play mini games. Three or four people on one cart. Okay, so it's... I'm guessing it's like the other Mario parties where you unlock the mini games and then you can play them yeah. at your leisure. Yeah. Uh, Circuit City is offering a free $10 gift card if you buy it. That's not I- bad. No, because then it's only 20 bucks. I think it's worth it, but I just, uh, when would I ever be like, man, I really want to play a mini game compilation by myself on the DS, when and it's, we're not going to own two copies. Well, I can see, so. it's, it's not just a mini game compilation, like, I could play a mini game compilation on right, the DS. but it's a like, party. Like, WarioWare's great. Right. or Cooking Mama, or but whatever. It, it's a party game, like, it's right there in the title. This right. is meant to be played with other is people. Is there anything sadder than playing party games by yourself? Um, I'm sure some of our listeners do that. Don't make our listeners sad. <laughs> All right, take that part out. <laughs> We're going to have to listen to this whole show over again. All right, what do we got next? Oh, that's a good one. Strawberry Shortcake, the Four Seasons cake. Yes, they Speaking chop of up cake. the Four Seasons and put them in. No, I'm just kidding. You wander through Strawberry Land. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Looking for all the ingredients to make the biggest and best cake. I'm reading this word for word off my preview because I don't remember what the hell it is. <laughs> um, it leads you through the four seasons where you get your ingredient. And the gameplay involves mm-hmm. pogo sticks, Sweet. diving, Good. and paragliding. That hasn't been seen too often. No, not that combination. I really think it's worth... Hold on. 1979 it. <laughs> And Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Really? But you see, there again, in order to get free shipping at Amazon, you have to spend $25. You wouldn't do it. But if you bought Strawberry Shortcake and John Deere Harvest in the Heartland, you would do it. You're good to go. That's the last game. You seriously wanted to end the show on Strawberry Shortcake? Well, we've got on the DL. We've got on the DL still. For the Wii Virtual Console, we've got... Sonic 3D Blast? Yeah, that game sucks. I had that on Genesis. That was the most disappointing Sonic game I ever got on the Genesis. It's not 3D. Yeah, it's yeah. not fast. I'm reading my preview pretty much right now because that's what I know about this game. It is terrible. You have this three-quarters view of Sonic, and their version of 3D is letting him move around on squares. Like So you have a overhead view. I remember. You remember this game, right? Huh. Yeah, not very good. No, it's awful. And you couldn't see. You couldn't see where you were going. Like, you were trying to collect, uh, I guess, Chaos Emeralds. I don't remember what you were trying to collect. Yeah, it was bad. And you couldn't see where you were going half the time. Nope. Super Air Zonk for the Wii? Yeah, this is... Air Zonk? The sequel to Air Zonk, which is already out for the Virtual Console. Uh, It's related to the Bonk series, except this is, like, the futuristic Bonk. And it's a... Versus uh, the historic Prehistoric. He was a caveman. Oh. This one... I, I'm not familiar. Okay. Well, you're not a Turbo... You've never played TurboGrafx-16, so you wouldn't know, Bonk. We own a TurboGrafx-16. No, we don't. No. No, we don't have that one. Uh, I'd like to at some point, but we don't. Um, this is a 
side-scrolling shooter that uh, you power up yourself by eating meat. What do you think about that iPod? He likes to eat meat. He does like to eat meat. Arby's is his favorite. He knows the word Arby's. <laughs> and the last uh, Wii Virtual Console game you is didn't preview? Wrecking Crew. I haven't written it yet. It'll be there by the time they listen to this. It's very simple. It's Mario and Luigi, and they're not so famous game. They have hammers, and they, they have to destroy buildings. It's kind of a puzzle action game. Uh, it, Seriously, it's Mario and Luigi? Yeah, it launched uh, with the, the Nintendo um, when the NES first came out. And you have the last game here for the Xbox Live Arcade? Yes, I do, and I'm sure people will be talking about it. It is Undertow. Um, it's a an original title for the Xbox Live Arcade. It's got excellent graphics. I would say the best Xbox Live Arcade graphics to date. They look pretty nice. I've seen screenshots. It's set underwater, and it's a 16-player multiplayer shooter. I mean, it's a shooter. Um, it sounds pretty fun, especially if your friends get it. But if no one else gets it, I'm not so sure. It's They called it a mix between Geometry Wars and wow. Battle ground battlefield battlefield yeah the okay it could be battleground too star wars is the battleground battlefield is just normal army people let's go with battlefield okay sounds great um but the most important thing is that if it's on xbox live arcade there's a demo play the demo if you like it sounds buy good. It. the demo will bucks. be out by the time they hear this yes if you don't like it don't buy it save your ten dollars it's very simple well, I think that about does it for this this week. Yeah, but <laughs> we have a, a sponsor. It's been an interesting sponsor, show. Oh, good. You printed it out. Um, we have a sponsor now, and we're very, very excited to have a sponsor, which is GoDaddy. And if you want to make an impact online, GoDaddy.com has what you need. .com names as low as $1.99, plus world-class hosting, fast and easy website builders, and much more. As a listener of CAGCast, CAG4Play, you can enter the code CAG, C-A-G, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order, some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. All right. And as always, if you like us, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, dig us. Dig us. We are number 11 on the Dig Podcast on the video game uh, Sweet. section right now. We need to We're, go into the top 10. We are just outside of the top 10. Sweet. So. Check us out um, on Cheap Ass Gamer in written form, and as always, check out the CAGCast. Which there is not a CAGCast this week, because Wombat is in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yes. That's fun. Speaking of Thanksgiving, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, eat a lot of food, play a lot of video games, and email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Otherwise, we will see you next week. I think I'm going to go stare at this rock band box for a while. Let's